It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I want to, listen, I have just recorded the funniest podcast ever. You know, my podcast is called La Confession and you can find it on our Heart Radio app. Very easy. Just type La Confession once you're on the app. And basically, Leon Rogers, who works on WGCI in Chicago every morning on the morning show, which is the funniest guy. We're talking about really, which I think was a great point. Do you think the man place in the house is in the basement? I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I've learned tons of stuff that I had no idea about because I live in a condo with no basement, so I didn't know about all of that. So anyway, don't miss this latest podcast episode of La Confession on our Heart Radio app. Now, I mean, switching topics, but still about love. Let's open the show tonight with a love story. So if you have one, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have been touched by love, or you feel in love, or you felt in love, you just call me and share that story with me, please. 855-905-8255. Rebecca, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rebecca. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know by my screener that you said you had a love story to share with us tonight. Yes, I do. It's about a guy that we've known each other since we were in middle school. I was in middle school band. He was in middle school band, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And we would hang out every single day in the band room. We would just practice together. We just were a group. We were uh-huh. a team. Mm-hmm. So it was the last day of high school, and I haven't seen him all day. So my other friends blindfold me and take me onto the stage where we normally um, perform at. Mm-hmm. And they take off the blindfolds, and there he is with his guitar. And he starts singing this song. He, he wrote a song for me. Did he? Yes, asking me to go out with him. Can you sing that song for me, please? Um, Becca, you're my charming child. You're the one that's meant for me. Becca, you're my charmer. You're my lover, my sweet pea. And I know I want to touch you and adore you and love you. Yeah, that's kind wow. of how it went. <laughs> Pretty good and good yeah. singing. Wow. And so when that happened, then then what did you feel? It was so sweet and so charming. And he asked me to go out at the end of it. And we've been dating ever since. See, I mean, listen, I love that story. And I love listening to the joy of life in your voice, that joie de vivre. Because I can hear just when you sung the song or when you talk about it, you still smile about this. And that's what romance is supposed to create, an enchanting feeling for the other person. So thank you so much for sharing that story, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Congrats to both of you, actually. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Oh, I need to get to my email because somebody needs my help about their relationship, got their mothers involved. It's a big mess. And that's coming up next. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. If you have a question but you can't dial in, remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's this email about tonight? So this listener email is from Walter that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Walter. I started dating my girlfriend about four months ago and things have been going pretty well. But earlier tonight, I met her mom for the first time and she took me aside and warned me that her daughter is kind of crazy. What? She didn't really have time to elaborate because my girlfriend came back into the room, but now I'm freaked out. Should I tell my girlfriend that her mom said that or just leave it alone and try to pretend it didn't happen? What would you do, Simon? Trisha, thanks. That's a mess. So basically, you're dating somebody and their mother tell you, 
that their daughter is crazy? Should you tell your girlfriend? We'll talk about that next. Stay with me. What would you do if you're dating this girl for a couple months, like Walter, who just emailed me, and then her mother, your girlfriend's mother, said to you, her daughter is kind of crazy. Do you tell your girlfriend that her mother said that or not? Here's, Walter, what I would do. I would not pass such toxic message. Never. I would laugh it out. Because anyone bringing toxic information, unless like it's illegal stuff, right? So that's a different matter. But if it's just an emotional situation, you can judge your girlfriend yourself. And if you tell your girlfriend that her mom betrayed her, it's going to break her heart anyway. So why bring heartache to your girlfriend? Keep it for yourself. And if that ever happens again, you know what to do? Tell her, I don't want to hear anything bad about my girlfriend. If you want to speak to your daughter, speak to her directly. That's my advice. Don't pass toxic and hurtful information on each other. Life is too short. You call the next 855-905-8255. What is the number to call me if you've been touched by love and romance? 855-905-8255. Share your story with me. Sheila, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sheila. Welcome to the rendezvous. I know by my screener that you have a beautiful love story to share with us. I do have a beautiful love story. I want to hear Recently, it. Recently, I was on a flight um, from Minnesota to Boston, and I'm sitting next to this really cute older guy. Mm-hmm. But we end up having a conversation. The flight attendant gave us a couple of glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're having a good time. By the end of the flight, I tell him I have a layover in Boston that's um, five hours to go to my next destination. And he told me there was no way that I was staying in the airport and that he was going to put me up in a hotel free of charge. He wanted nothing in return. And, of course, I'm kind of skeptical about that. But he takes me to the hotel. He puts me in the hotel. And he never came to the room. He never wanted anything in return. But he texts me the next day to make sure that I made it safe to my next destination. And I just want to keep in touch with him. And the only concern is that he's married. Um, <laughs> but I do think that he's amazing and he's responding and we're kind of floating. I just don't know what to do. Do you see the word affair in the shadow of this, basically? <laughs> right. I mean, how smart of him <laughs> to make you feel so safe, then tell you he's mm-hmm. married, and then at the end you think, oh, what a cute guy and what a nice gentleman. No, here's what he wants from you. He wants you know, to be close to you for you to become his mistress. And it's a very smart plan for you to accept the unacceptable. Unless that's what you want. You know, in today's society, I just think that there's room for us to have whatever we want. But, I, I, you know, I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to break the ice. Okay. I'm okay with kind of being his lover. but it, it's Listen, I'm not judging. So my point is, if that's what you want, you can totally have it. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't because he's married. I'm going to leave that judgment to you. I think you're going to run into problems, mm-hmm. but among adults, that's you conscious and you're conscious alone. But remember, if you were his wife right now and you would be calling me, what would you say to me? It it would be awful. Yeah. I, I would be very upset and hurt. Exactly. And saddened. So then maybe you guys stay friends, don't become lovers, and if one day is divorce, then it's all yours. Until that day... I recommend to be careful about the next step. Okay. Thank I, you. I know you didn't expect that from a French dude, right? 
<laughs> I didn't. I thought you were going to tell me to go for it all the way. I could have put that too. All right, Sheila, thank you so much and, and be good, you know, really be thank good. You. That's my advice. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know I'm from France. You know in France they have many, many affairs. So let me let me just discuss with you a little bit how it works there. Not for you to do it, just for you to be informed. And that's next. You know I'm French. Francais-American, French-American. And so I come from Paris. Um, I want to tell you how it works, really, because there's an expression in France that describes this lifestyle of having lovers and mistresses. It's called living on the back street, meaning that some people in France have chosen to be the other person, the one in the shadow, the lovers and sometimes the best friend, and not just for a month or a year, for 40 or 50 years. And at funeral, literally, you see those people showing up. Uh, the most famous was the French president, François Mitterrand, had his mistress at the official funeral come with his daughter, who he made outside of his wedding, right? It was totally accepted, and everybody thought it was cool. That's how it works there. There's another thing that it's big, big difference when it comes to relationships and lifestyle. It's called the 5 to 7. You don't know what 5 to 7 is, le 5 à 7? I'm going to explain that to you next. Stay with me. Parlez-vous français? Do you speak French? Have you been to Paris? Do you understand the French culture? Because in France, where I'm from, there is something called le 5 à 7, the 5 to 7 p.m. How do you call this here? Happy hours. What do you do during happy hours? You go have a drink with friends. What do the French people do? Meet their mistresses and lovers all over the place. Two different ways to spend your five to seven. It's so famous in France. There's movies about it. Five to seven. That, that's when everybody meets before to go home. I know it's different, and I'm not saying that's the right way or the bad way. It's just the way it goes back in Paris. Any questions about France or about your relationship? Just call me. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? You can call me right now. Bonjour, Suzanne. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Suzanne. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. Um, so I've been married for five years, and my husband and I, we fight a lot. We've been fighting a lot lately and, you know, just arguing, bickering over the small things. And I would like to know, how do you maintain peace in your marriage despite all of the difficulties? Okay, I mean, that's a great question and, and a question many of us may have. So let me ask you this. Um, do you feel that it's mostly him starting the fights, or is it equally both of you? I mean, what is the frustration coming from? I believe the frustration is coming from us not spending enough time with each other because um, while he's working, I'm at home. And while I'm working, he's at home. So we okay. kind of, yeah. So when was the last time you actually both together went on a romantic date? Uh, I would say about a month ago. Okay, so the romance is okay? The ooh-la-la and all the romance aspect is, is well? It's okay when we get together, but not seeing him kind of frustrates everything. But, you know, as far as like finances and stuff like that, we got to keep working hard. Maintaining that, yes. I understand. So, Susan, I mean, here's what I recommend, really. I mean, I understand you've got to pay the bills. We're all there. Um, I understand, you know, it's difficult. But if you love him and he loves you, 
you've got to make this a priority, right? So every time you spend minutes fighting, you're wasting the precious time to enjoy each other. So next time there's a fight, you say, stop. If we get a fight, we're wasting our time. How about we have coffee together? How about we go out for a walk? How about... So every single time you're bickering about something small, just remember what I said right now. Think Simon Marcel, stop. Don't waste time. Have a conversation, have a talk, use your sense of humor, and use that time instead of fighting, of enjoying each other, okay? Okay. No more fighting, if possible. Thank you so much. Anytime, and good luck to you both. Thank you, Suzanne, for calling The Rendezvous. Have a good night. I got to answer that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio because somebody's girlfriend did something he's really upset about. I'm going to help him next. Question for you. If you can't call me right now, what do you do? You can always DM me on Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's the DM tonight? All right, so this Instagram DM says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Would you be upset if your girlfriend gave out her number to another guy? Because that's what my girlfriend did. She went out with her friends and she gave her number to a guy who is in her industry and they've been texting back and forth. She says it's completely innocent and that he wants to help her with her career, but I think it's inappropriate, and I don't think it was right that she gave him her phone number at all. I told her that she should block his number, and she thinks I'm overreacting. What do you think? So let me give it to you in my own words. Basically, you're in a relationship, and your partner gives their number to somebody else. Is that ever okay? Let's talk about it next, so stay with me. Do you think you would be upset if your girlfriend gave her number out to another guy? I mean, that's the Instagram DM I just got, right? So, listen, the minute your partner, outside of strictly professional, which we all have shared numbers, gives her number to another dude and start texting back and forth, Houston, we have a problem. So, I think it's inappropriate. I think you guys should have a talk. I think maybe it's an explanation. Something is missing or maybe... Love is gone, or maybe you can repair it. But it's a signal that she's not satisfied or happy with the situation right now. Because it's like when you miss oxygen. When you're lacking oxygen, look for anywhere to breathe. Well, in a relationship, when you're lacking oxygen, you start reaching out to people outside the relationship, and everything goes downhill from there. So, no, it's not okay, and that has to stop and have a good talk. Thanks for the DM. You know where to find me, always. At Rendezvous Radio, you call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Bonjour, Karen. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Rendezvous. What is up tonight? Well, I've been dating um, this gentleman for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I, I really, really like him, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he went to work out, and he left his phone on accident. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm, like, staring at the phone and wondering, okay, because he never usually leaves it. Like, he's always got it with him at all times, like it's secretive. And he's never done anything or, or made me think that he's done anything. But just looking at the phone, I'm like, do I look? Do I try to find something in there that I shouldn't? Or do I just leave it there? And it's like that anticipation. I don't know what to do. I see. It's like a trust issue. Yes. Uh, it's the temptation of the devil, right? Because if yeah. you look behind your back, you're snooping and snooping is stealing. And if you find something uh, bad, then 
everything goes down. So let me ask you this before we answer. Uh, in your heart, in your intuition, do you think he's cheating on you? Yes, just because he always keeps his phone with him. Okay, so why don't we do this? Let's give him a chance to explain. I would like you, instead of snooping, to ask him why he always takes his phone away when he goes away. What is it that is in the phone? And he might say it's professional, which is fine. It might be financial stuff. You know, you guys not married yet. So why don't you give him a chance to explain first? Okay. He said, I have a bad feeling. I just wonder why do you always take your phone? You know, you go everywhere with it. What is in the phone you don't want me to see? And if, right. he, and if he says, oh, just financial, he said, okay, you know, he said, would you be all right if you um, open your phone in front of me now and I can check it out, right? But you do it after he says yes, and you don't do it behind his back, and let's see what he says. If he has nothing to hide, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can look okay. at it once, but do not snoop. Snooping is stealing. It's like with the court. They give you a warrant so you can go to somebody's house. Otherwise, what you find is not usable in court. Same thing right. in private life. The warrant is your boyfriend telling you, let's open the phone together, then you can look. Okay, I can uh, try that. Yeah, try that. Be honest, be upfront. That's uh, it's, it's a good example for him too, okay? Okay, thank right. you. Good luck to you, Karen, and have a good thank night. You. you too. More rendezvous next. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much, first of all, for joining in, if you're just joining in for that last segment. But I got to tell you something. I put a poll on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio, with that question, and I can't wait to tell you the answer. The question for you was, do you feel like your partner takes you for granted? Guess how many persons said yes. 53%. And 47% said no. Can I tell you what my first reaction when I said 53%? I thought that was very low. I thought everybody has said once in a relationship, are you taking me for granted? I mean, I felt taken for granted all the time. So I guess, you know, it's 50-50 almost. Uh, it's a good sign. For more polls, by the way, for more of the rendezvous, all you got to do is go to the rendezvousshow.com. It's all on my magic website. Check it out. I'll be back tomorrow with more of the rendezvous. Until then, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.